All right, let's do it. This show has explicit language and mature themes. Let's get that lick, John. Thanks, John. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. I look something wick. I look something up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I look something wick. Wicked. I look something up on Wikipedia, and I'm gonna explain it to my friend David Gerondale. How's it going today? Good. Good. I like the weather. Yeah, it's starting to get cold. Yeah, that's kind of what I like. I'm yeah. Gonna go to. I'm gonna go to the Thistledown Farm pretty soon here and just get a whole mess of stuff for fall cooking. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what are we gonna learn about? We're going to do a miniature episode today. It's going to be about the Monty Hall problem. Oh, okay, cool. I like this. Yeah, yeah this one's super anti-intuitive. Or yeah. Unintuitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the Monty Hall problem is a brain teaser or a probability puzzle, and it's a type of paradox. And the question was posed and answered by Steve Selvin in a letter to the American statistician in 1975. But it was popularized as a mental problem when Marilyn Voss Savant was asked about it in her column, Ask Marilyn, for Parade Magazine in 1990. And uh, Marilyn Voss Savant has an aptronym, because according to the Guinness Book of World Records, she is the person with the highest IQ in the world. Oh, wow. So the yeah. name Savant in her name. Uh-huh. Is that what her- Savant is what the aptronym part is. Okay. But uh, actually, highest IQ in the world is no longer a competitive category for the Guinness Book of World Records anymore. Because it's just not that indicative. I mean, of course, it it indicates something, but it's a culturally biased um, set of tests and numbers. It's Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's get into the Monty Hall problem. Uh, So let's say you're on a game show. Maybe it's Let's Make a Deal. Maybe it's Monty Hall. Monty Hall was the host of Let's Make a Deal. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> so you have three doors in front of you. Behind one of the doors is is a car, and behind the other two there are some cute goats. And after you pick any door, the host, Monty Hall, will open another door to reveal a goat. So no matter what door you pick, the host will always open a door revealing a goat. Yeah, one of the cute, smelly goats. Mm, they're so cute, and they just jump on stuff. And Check out Reddit. Coffee. Check out the subreddit Goat Parkour. Oh yeah, especially the babies. Yeah, they're so dorbs. Okay, so the host asks, asks the host asks you that question. He opens a door after you pick, showing you a goat, and then asks you if you'd like to switch. And uh, before I ask you, the listener, I want you to pause the show and just say out loud whether it's beneficial to switch. Or if there is no benefit at all. Yeah, to would you switch doors. or would you pick this? Keep with the same door. Yeah. Did you pause it? Well, we're gonna assume you paused it. So here's the thing: you might have actually already heard about this, but you should switch doors, and here's why: if you don't switch doors, you have a one in three chance of winning. But if you do switch doors, you have a two in three chance of winning. And that's because if you initially picked the door with a car and you switch, you'll end up with a goat. But if you initially picked a door with a goat, Monty Hall will reveal the other door with a goat, leaving you only the door with a car, and so you have a two-thirds chance of winning. Yeah, it's kind of a weird problem to wrap your head around, but it's basically like he just took away one of the false choices. Like, with, yeah. regardless of what you chose, he just took away one of the false choices. So intuitively, you're, you, you want to believe, that like, oh, 
this didn't change my odds at all. But you actually... Hmm. He changed your odds because he gave you a clue. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, you actually effectively double your chances of winning just by switching your answer and picking the door that you did not pick. In a, uh, it, because he, 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 yeah, man, it's it's um, such a hard one if, to wrap uh, your head around intuitively. Marilyn, uh, Marilyn in a follow-up to that f- initial column, put it like this. She said, it makes a lot more sense if you imagine that there is 7,777 doors and then you pick a door and Monty Hall opens all the other doors but one. Yep. Then it makes a lot more sense to switch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, it, the, yeah, exactly. The same thing has happened. He's basically eliminated all of the doors that you shouldn't choose except for one. And yeah. so what are the chances that you correctly chose when you had one in three chance or one in 7,777? Are the chances more likely that you chose the correct door on the first try or that now that he's eliminated every door that isn't it except the door you chose and the and the one door. other remaining door, yeah. the chances are just much more likely that the one remaining door he chose not to open are, is in fact the, the prize. Yeah. Um, so, but this whole time we've been assuming you'd rather have the car. Like both those goats are so cute. Yeah, it's true. In fact, if, in a lot of places in the world, you'd probably just prefer the goat. Yeah. If you do want to go, you shouldn't switch. No. <laughs> if you want to go, you shouldn't switch. Um, and, uh, actually in, uh, let's make a deal. If you do pick the goat, if you do end up getting a goat or some other bunk prize that you don't really want, they'll just give you like a hundred, but hundred dollars instead. Oh, I'd rather have the goat. Yeah, right. They make money. They make money. You feed them garbage and they give you milk and cheese. Yeah, they can mow your lawn. Yeah. Um, And eat garbage. So, yeah, let's revisit a few things. Uh, After answering correctly, Marilyn got thousands of letters from readers about her answer to the problem in the Ask Marilyn parade column. 92% of responders disagreed with her conclusion, and 65% of letters from universities disagreed with her. Yeah, a lot of... uh Professors, including PhDs like um, yeah, math math pro- professors mm-hmm. and uh, statistics and, they said, and stuff like that, all claimed that she was incorrect. They said things. Uh, they said things really condescending too. You're an error, but Albert Einstein earned a dear place in the hearts of people after he admitted his errors. And uh, somebody says you were utterly incorrect about the game show question, and I hope this controversy will cause some public attention to the serious national crisis in mathematical education. If you can admit your error, you will have contributed constructively towards the solution of deplorable situation. How many irate mathematicians are needed to get you to change your mind? This is this guy from Georgetown University. <laughs> and then this even and this ch- one chode from Sun River, Oregon said, maybe, m- maybe women look at math problems differently than men. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, then she had some more follow-ups to t- tell people they're right. And she challenged math teachers to recreate the experiment in their classes. Okay. Um, by w- rolling a dice and randomly assigning one to the cup, and then having this another student roll a dice and randomly pick a cup, and then do two hundred times with the stay option where you stay with your initial one. Okay. And then have two hundred times where, where they switch. Where they switch, and after that, pretty much everybody wrote back saying that she was right. That's funny. And uh, one one math teacher. Like had had all the right conclusions, but still didn't believe her. Wow! And uh, 
despite so, all of that evidence. Yeah, and even but even what a at, scientist! What a scientist! Uh, so yeah, even after pretty much everybody switched their positions, that showed from Sun River wrote again. He said, "I still think you're wrong. There is such a thing as female logic." <laughs> oh my goodness! I think I remember <laughs> hearing about this. Uh, I mean, oh my, like. <laughs> Don Edwards. Damn, dude, where do you seriously? There's no, uh, there's not a starting point with somebody like that. That was the last thing she said. Mentioned, uh, she said she just says, "Oh, hush now." Oh, hush now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, so that's it for the miniature episode. I mean, do you have anything else you want us to talk about with the money hall problem? No. When I first heard about it, I thought the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah. This it Why just doesn't it... make any intuitive sense until you think about it in a different way. Like, because you have a one in three chance, they get rid of one of the wrong answers. Now, okay, even you if have you have a, a 50 50 chance, chance yeah. like, yeah, it, it looks now like it's a 50 50 chance. And what could you possibly gain by second guessing yourself? But yeah. that's just not what has actually happened. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's it for this miniature episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash Dexplanations. Thank you to LP Sun and Fun and SJDBYGC for their reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Likely, I got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or if you want to clarify something we went over... Hit me up at explanationspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but don't tell us that we, we got the Monty Hall problem wrong. <laughs> yeah, don't tell us that. <laughs> Actually, this one, look it up we if probably you really don't We get probably it. didn't get anything wrong in this one. This might be the first one. Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, talk to Marilyn about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if you want to tell me a story or something, uh, comment on the Instagram, go to the Reddit, tweet me. Email dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we pretty much only grow with word of mouth, so please tell someone to subscribe. Oh, and as for you, I appreciate you. You keep me going, and you inspire me. Bye now. Bye <laughs> now.